hope there's bread. I hope there's bread. Oh no, there's no bread. There's nothing that's in here. Only lemon. This is so bitter. Good morning, boys and girls at home. It's so wonderful to be back and learn from God's word together this morning. It's been wonderful to learn from the book of Judges for the past few weeks when Eddie was teaching us about how God used different judges to rescue his people from their enemies. And also we've learned on how God um, continued to keep his promises to bless his people and to care for them. So today we are going to start a new book which comes straight after the book of Judges. Who can tell me what book that comes after Judges? What book is it? I'll give you a clue. Um, it starts with a letter R. So think of that book. Okay? Right. I know some of you already know the answer. Okay, let me say it. It's the book of Ruth. Good job if you knew the answer. But anyway, we are going to still going to look at our Bibles and open um, from the book of Ruth because that is what we will be learning from today. So I'm giving you a few seconds to grab your Bibles quickly, quickly, and open your Bibles from the book of Ruth. I have my Bible here, and I have Ruth in front of me, chapter 1. So if you can all do that, get your Bibles, and then we'll start from the book of Ruth, chapter 1. So we'll do two chapters today. So we'll try and be, and be quick, but I want you to take time and pay attention especially to the pictures that I will be showing you behind me because they will tell you what the book of Ruth is all about. But before we can continue to do that, I want us to close our eyes wherever we are and then we'll pray together. Okay, let's close our eyes and talk to God. Dear God, we thank you so much for this new day that you have given us. Thank you for your word that we can learn about you. Thank you, Father, that we can learn about how you keep your promises to bless your people and to rescue them. So we pray now that you can help us to hear your word and to obey what your word teaches us this morning. All this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I hope you have your Bibles in front of you now and opening from the book of Ruth. So we're doing uh, chapter 1 and chapter 2. But I'm going to tell you a story by using the pictures behind me. So please do pay attention as I tell the story because I will ask some questions afterwards. Right. The book of Ruth, it happened during the time when the judges were still ruling. In other words, 
The people of Israel, they had no king to rule over them. And there was so much chaos happening during that time because they didn't listen to God. They did things as it fit in their eyes. They just disobeyed God. They didn't want to follow God's laws. So there was so much chaos that was happening during that time. And there was a man who lived in Bethlehem, which was in Judah. So Elimelech had a family. Naomi was his wife. Malon and Kilion were their sons. So it happened that in Bethlehem, they ran out of food. In other words, there was a famine. And Elimelech, he decided to take his whole family to another country. And that country is called Moab. So now I'm going to move them from Bethlehem and take them straight to Moab. Because that's where they moved when they heard that there was a famine. So Elimelech, he decided to go to Moab because he didn't trust God to provide for them. Now in Moab, the people who lived there, they were God's enemies. They didn't follow God's rules. They lived and followed other gods instead of following one true God or the God of Israel or the God of the Bible. And Elimelech decided to take his family there. And they stayed there. But sadly, boys and girls, Elimelech died. And now Naomi was left with his two sons, Marlon and Kilion. And Marlon and Kilion, they decided to get married to the women. Okay. They decided to get married to the women in Moab of which they were not supposed to, to do that because they were God's enemies. But anyway, they did it and they got married to, to these women, Ruth and Opa. So when they got married, they stayed for almost 10 years. And sadly, boys and girls, Marlon, and Kilion died after 10 years. And now Naomi, Ruth, and Opah were only left by themselves with no husbands, and Naomi with no husband and his sons. It was so sad, boys and girls, because now they had no one 
to take care of them. They had no one to look after them. Now they decided, oh no. So what they did now, they had that there was food in Bethlehem. So when Naomi had that, he decided to go back to her hometown. And now Opa and Ruth also wanted to go back with, with Naomi. So they had to go back now to Bethlehem because now they heard that there was food. So they took their stuff with them and they got ready to go back to Judah. But on their way, Naomi, she, she told them, said, no, you need to go back to your home. You need to go back to your own gods. I can't do anything for you now. You've been so kind to me. You looked after me. You took care of me. And now it's time for you to go back home. So boys and girls, Ruth and Naomi, they cried. And they said, no, we are going back with you to Bethlehem. But Opa, she decided afterwards that she would go back to her own people and to her own gods. And Ruth, instead Ruth, she held on to Naomi. And this is what she said, boys and girls. Let me read it for us from the Bible. Verse 16, chapter 1, verse 16. Ruth said to Naomi, do not urge me to leave you or to turn back from you. Where you go, I will go. Where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people and your God, my God. Wow. So Ruth, he said these words because now she wanted to follow God. She wanted to follow the God of Israel. So they left and both of them, they arrived in Bethlehem. When they arrived in Bethlehem, Naomi, they knew her, the whole community, they knew her. And when they saw her, I was like, could this be Naomi? And Naomi, because she was so sad because of what happened in her life, she left with the whole family. And when she got back, she came back empty. And Naomi, she thought that God has made her life bitter. That is why she had to go through all that difficult time. But we'll hear from the story that actually God, he kept his promise to bless his people and to look after them. So he provided a rescuer to look after them, to take care of them. Then they, they were back in Bethlehem now. When they were back, back in Bethlehem, 
Let me introduce you to another man who is called Boaz. Boaz, now he was a close, close relative of Naomi or Naomi's husband. And he had a huge field. would go and get some grain so that they can have food to eat. And then Naomi and Ruth, when they were back, they had to get food to eat. They had to have something to eat and have someone to look after them. So Ruth, she decided one day she decided to go and go to the field so that she can get food to eat for both of them, her and Naomi. And it so happened that she was here in Boaz's field. So when she arrived here, she worked so hard so that they can get food for herself and Naomi to eat. And then Boaz, he noticed that there was a young woman who was there to, to get something to eat. And then he was told that this young woman was Ruth. And they, they came together with Naomi from the land of Moab. So Boaz was so kind to Ruth that he welcomed her and he even allowed her to get more food so that they can be able to have something to eat with Ruth. Boys and girls, during this time, we can see that God was looking after Naomi and after Ruth by using Boaz, who was so kind to them. And then, what we learn from our story as well, we learn that God continued to keep his promise to look after his people, to bless his people, and also to take care of them. We can see it in the life of Ruth and Naomi. So I promised that I have some questions after our story. And I want you to, to give me some answers here to show that you have been listening to what you've been learning about. So when you look at this story, who trusted God most in this story? Is it Elimelech? Is it Naomi? Or is it Ruth? And that person who trusted God mostly in the story is actually Ruth. Ruth, it was so surprising that Ruth believed in God and yet he was, she was coming from Moab. 
in a place where God's enemies lived. But she decided to follow God. She decided to trust in God, the God of Israel. And what did Ruth have to give up in order to go back to Israel? What is it that she gave up? Can you still remember when they were coming back uh, to Bethlehem? There's something that she gave up. She actually gave up her own gods. In other words, she gave up following other gods and she decided to follow one true God, the God of the Bible. That is amazing, boys and girls. We see that when we trust in Jesus, we too, we become friends with God, though we were once his enemies. And it doesn't matter where we come from or what we've done before, because God forgives us and he welcomes us as long as we trust in Jesus, just as he did for Ruth. So when we come to him, he forgives us and he welcomes us. And we become part of his family. So, there's my other question. It says, how did God keep his promises to Ruth and Naomi? How did he keep his promises to Ruth and Naomi? So we see here that God, he took care of them by providing food or enough food for them to eat. And he also provided Boaz, who was very kind to them, and he provided food for them to eat. And Boaz was so kind to them, he took care of them as well. So we see that even for us, God, he takes care of those who trust him and he gives them what they need. But I must say this. God gives us what we need. It doesn't mean that he gives us always what we think we need. Because God, he knows what is best for us. And also he always keeps his promises. So he knows exactly what we need. Maybe you may say, um, I need a PlayStation. Or I need another pair of shoes, knowing that you have so much pair of shoes, but you just need them because they are on fashion, maybe. But, but God may think it differently to say that, no, I don't think Luke need those shoes now because he had plenty of shoes. Or I don't think uh, that Bongani needs a PlayStation at the moment. So God knows exactly what we need, right? So we need to trust him that when he provides for us, he knows exactly what we need and he keeps his promises. Okay, here's my last question. So when do you find it hardest to trust God? When do you find it so hard to trust God? I find it hard to trust God 
when I have to wait and be patient for something I've been praying for for a long time. So I find it very hard just to wait, wait for God to answer my prayer. Do you find it hard to trust God when you don't have food to eat? Or do you find it hard to trust God when you are, when you are sick, not feeling well? Or another question, do you find it hard to trust God when your friends are making fun of you because you trust in Jesus? So our lesson today teaches us that with those things that we find so hard uh, for us to trust God with, is that we can actually trust God in all situations because he cares for us and he gives us what we need and he always keeps his promises. So we've seen how God took care of Ruth and Naomi. And now we can learn from that, that God can also take care of us. And these two women, they were from different direct, like different backgrounds, but yet God, he put them together and they had one thing in common. They trusted in Jesus. And even for us, when we trust in Jesus, God takes care of us. And he continues to bless us as his people because he is God who keeps his promises always. So we can trust, we can trust God. Let's pray and thank God for his word this morning. Thank you, Lord, that when we put our trust in you, you forgive us and welcomes us to be your children. And thank you that you love us and care for us, even when we find it hard to trust you at other times. Thank you that you always keep your promises. Amen.